Hey everybody, this is Ben. We got a fresh ep of the Near Post pod coming up. God, producer Jay hates the word fresh. Uh, we talk about Mexico, USA, a brave performance from our Yanks down there in Azteca. Uh, touch on the international break games in the MLS last weekend. U.S. Open Cup, we get in an all-star. We talk about games to look forward to. We talk about it all. So come on, ride with us. We got the Near Post pod coming up. Welcome to the Near Post Pod. I am your host, Danny Grant, aka Joey Reed, aka Aunt Viv. Also here with my good buddy Ben. Do I have any Lemp, AKAs or no? AKA Ben Lemk. Oh, okay. And also producer Jay, who gets a semi shout out. You forgot your one AKA, which everybody knew you by at the very beginning of this pod. Oh yeah? Way back when last year. Ah, oh, FIFA Danny. Yep, yeah. FIFA we'll Danny. get to that. that we'll get to you. that soon. That was you. That hey, that does make an appearance in this episode. So good call. All right, lots That's of good a, stuff. A lots teaser. of good stuff uh, on this podcast we got here. Let's start this out. Let's talk about the big uh, match fixture: USA Mexico World Cup qualifying game that took place this last weekend. At first, when you started to say match fit, I was like, "Oh God, was there fixing? Was there match fixing? Oh yeah, the, did we miss out on match, that? Yeah. Oh no, but no." Oh, yeah, big one. Yeah. Mexico, uh, USA. I'll, yeah, I'll just start with just, I mean, 1-1 one, one draw. Give a little of the statistics. 1-1 one, one draw. Um, thanks in part to a, just a wonder strike. Beautiful shot by Bradley in the sixth minute. I'll call it a golazo because that was beautiful. So nice. Oh, man. Who? <laughs> real quick, who did it better? Him or Carly Lloyd? That was going around Twitter. Mm. I mean, recency bias, I think. I think that one was. He did it at altitude right. too, but yeah. they're both beautiful goals, <laughs> and both American goals too. Yeah, and then uh, after some strong defending and some some luck, U- U.S. Uh, ended up with a draw and mm-hmm. got a huge, huge point. Huge punto. Needed it. Yeah. Uh, now sitting third in the group mm-hmm. for qualifying, and I guess my first question, just I mean, overall play, but do you feel that the U.S. should have got more? I mean, they sort of. Got a little bit lucky, but after going ahead in the sixth minute, you would almost expect them to keep the pressure on and maybe steal one. Yeah, and the bummer about it is is right before the Carlos Vela uh, counterattack goal is Bobby Wood just whiffed on it, mm. right? He whiffed on a chance inside his own inside the six um, off of, I think, what was a corner kick, uh, which obviously led to the breakout and the, uh, the odd man rush for Mexico. So um, going back, though, so... I think you think about it this way. Before the game, would you have taken a point? 100%. Yeah. So you cannot be disappointed in this. I know that that wasn't the question. It was, you know, would you have preferred? Obviously, yeah, I'd prefer to see uh, the three points and obviously to beat Mexico for the first time ever in a World Cup qualifying match at Azteca. Um, I mean, they held on to their butts for pretty much uh, after the Mexico goal uh, up until – Probably the Michael Bradley shot off the post and then the Pulisic uh, shot wide. 
Um, so there were some sweaty palms oh, in the Grant household. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, there was a sweaty butt on the couch in <laughs> yeah. the Lemke household. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm totally fine with this. I mean, yeah. uh, the other thing, too, by the way, is – and we'll talk about the standings in a little bit, but they got some help in terms of the teams below them. So mm. this result was great for them. Uh, Mexico probably is the more disappointed of the two sides. I, I'll say yeah. that much. Uh, obviously, Mexico's happy to take four points you know, from uh, from the USA as opposed to the U.S. just getting one. Um, but the U.S. has got to leave Azteca with their heads held high. Yeah. D- big time. Yeah, I agree. And I think some of it, I mean, has to go just to the comfort level and preparation. Some of the team members, multiple team members, were – saying how Bruce Arenas uh, prepared them for the game and just that it was such a change uh, from Klinsman. Yeah. Previously, Omar Gonzalez was one of such players, and he said uh, that they had three weeks. Essentially, they had three weeks to prepare for the game, and Bruce let them know ahead of time three weeks ago who was playing, what scheme oh, really? they would be playing in. Oh, and I like so that. I gave them that long to prepare, and he essentially had one set of – uh, team members playing against Trinidad, and then another that was preparing uh, in this throughout practice and, and yeah. the lead up. In so the they knew like exactly, that. and they and That's they brilliant. just said that it was uh, it it was great in terms of understanding what they needed to do and and how they needed to play in certain situations, and it it showed by being able to hold hold the line, I guess, after they yeah. got up by that. And, and it would little, have been interesting to see what would have happened though if they didn't had, score the if first they goal. didn't score the oh, first yeah, goal. big time. There would have been uh, it would have been. Some sweaty butts in in, in (laughs) Mexico, too. Um, So kind of touching on that, only four starters remained from Thursday. Uh, You know, only four guys stayed in their starting positions. Uh, I guess there was some talk about how this game was held on a Sunday. Most of the other ones were held on Tuesday, so Thursday to Tuesday. Um, I'm pretty sure they quoted Bruce Arena. If not, it was just one of the guys on on the call saying that if this game was held on Tuesday, Tim Howard would have been playing. It's more his surgery and, and still kind of getting back into the groove of playing multiple games in a week. Okay. Um, so that's that one. Same for Clint Dempsey or? Uh, no. <laughs> you got to have legs. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, especially up there. The quicker guys. Yeah. You got to have legs. And I, I'm really happy with with what he did and throwing on young guys, throwing on new guys. I mean, Paul Ariola got his, by the way, my wife loves his last name. Mm. <laughs> she's like his last name's Ariola. are you kidding me i'm like it's spelled differently come on yeah. um but him getting his first ever world cup qualifying start was great uh obviously the same thing with kellen acosta mm-hmm. uh, you know he had played a little bit in the trinidad and tobago game but he got the all the all-out start so i really first like starts against mexico just in general as well yeah so. i really like bruce trusting the young guys and not only trusting the young guys but trusting them in the positions that they've been playing that was one thing with klinsman is that he might have trusted a young guy but he would throw you know uh somebody out in a position that they had not been playing for right. their club or for the country so it's yeah you trust their talent but you need to obviously allow them the opportunity to succeed by putting them in that position so well done yeah. bruce uh, did you have a man of the match? I did not. I mean, I, I mean, aside, I guess from Bradley, but I, I, I had uh, Kellen Acosta and Paul Ariola um, as just two people that stu- stood out to me just based on that. They, the plan was to press Mexico in the midfield, and um, I believe that just having some younger, quicker players, everybody that he threw out there was able to do that, and and uh commit to the game plan so yeah and that takes 
a lot of guts going out there, you know, for yeah. your first start. Yeah, uh, big time. In, in as the manager, so, trusting your players yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that match. hopefully that's good for for the future. Oh, their confidence that gives their sky confidence high. Yeah. yeah, they can't Sorry. wait to host Costa Rica. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my man of the match was one of those holdovers of the four starters, and that was Jeff Cameron. Dude mm-hmm. held it down at the back. He was clearing balls, maybe not off the line, but before they got into the six yard box. Uh, he was yelling at dudes, telling everybody where to go, where to be, and things like that. And uh, I disagree with him on a lot of things, uh, politics and other things of that sort. Uh, but I cannot disagree with his performance on the field uh, against Mexico. So yeah. well done to Jeff Cameron and well done to the rest of the team. It was just flat out great. Nice. DeAndre, DeAndre Yedlin also might be uh, a runner, a close runner-up for man of the match for me. He was all over those links. All right. Any other uh, just soccer-related? I have one more thing about this Mexico game to touch on. But. I got the heck standings in front of me. You want me to do those first, or you want to talk about I'll Mexico? Talk about, I'll talk about this one thing. I know one more. It's not necessarily the man of the batch. I don't know who's in charge of it, but the fact that there was no short gate, no I believe gate. whoever decided that is your true man of the match. That's a good point. USA, first time, I, I think, that they've worn the blue shorts. Yeah, with these new kits. With yeah. the new, yeah. And blue shorts, I think shirts. they looked great. Did you and like them? I was going to ask. Yeah, Did you like them? Loved yeah. them. Okay. And I liked not having two teams with white shorts on. That so, was the problem when I played this matchup in FIFA for the past, you know, <laughs> five, probably two weeks since they didn't have Trinidad and Tobago in FIFA, so you can't sure. play as that. Is it was I always played them with the black jerseys. Okay. USA always wear the black jerseys because I was like, well, I can't wear right, the whites can't. and the whites yeah. and the greens and the whites. So. Um, okay, let's get to those hex standings. We got Mexico with 14 points, Costa Rica with 11, USA with 8, and Panama uh, one point behind the USA with 7. They actually are lucky to be there because they had to come from behind to tie Honduras in Panama late last night. Um, U.S. currently third, like I said. Um, they got Their next two games are in September. Um, September 1st at home against Costa Rica, which I believe is a Friday, and then at Honduras on September 5th. I'm pretty sure Paul Carr, Paul Carr from ESPNFC.com has them at a 91% chance to qualify with where they are right now. Nice. So Costa Rica is going to be Cross huge. Cross our fingers. Yeah, Costa Rica is going to be huge. They got embarrassed. That's the game that Jurgen got fired at. So they got embarrassed the last time they played them, so they've got to be gonna hoping. They're going to be gunning. Yeah, maybe not for Jurgen's sake, but for their own yeah. pride. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited for September. Awesome. Me too. All right. So not only was there great international play, mm-hmm. qualifying play, there was a couple of MLS games as well. Something I don't know if we're necessarily keen on, but they happened. We are not Robbie keen on them. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we're not feeling it. We're not feeling that. If you go back <laughs> and find the hidden archives of our previous shows, you'll that might be made it out. unhidden by yeah. the time you listen to this. All right. So we got a we had a couple games. Uh, I. I have a couple things to point out. Uh, I guess my first one, uh, Portland FC Dallas game. Uh, Portland winning two to nothing. Yep. I think FC Dallas really missing Matt Hedges in the back, their uh-huh. captain. Uh-huh. That's so got that... a, got let in some just a couple breakdowns that yeah. they let in, and I don't think that they would have happened necessarily the, uh... had he been there. Although to be fair, I mean. Portland was also missing some of their players. They actually ended up losing both of their center backs in this game, which Caleb Porter said is the first time he's ever coached a game where both of his center backs had to be, you know, subbed out essentially okay. for for one reason or the other. So, 
Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, FC Dallas definitely missing. Um, not yeah. only Matt Hedges, a team that leans on their defense though, a little right, bit more totally. than Portland. We're missing Colin Acosta too in the midfield, obviously. Yeah. Um, and with Mario Diaz still coming back from injury, he I think played around 25 minutes in this one. Um, I gotta say though, they they weren't just missing Matt some call him Ryan Hedges. They were also missing uh, Walker Zimmerman, who's still out with his injury. Mm. But the interesting thing here that I found is that surprisingly. FC Dallas has a second center back named Walker. Walker oh. Hume, and he started. Oh, interesting. Uh, do you think that he just, like, took over the position so they decided to start calling him Walker? <laughs> just like, should I just start calling you Joey? I. <laughs> that was it, right? That, that was, was it. it. That was it. You called it out in the beginning of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was amazing. That was do you think these guys were just it's big like... Walker <laughs> Texas Ranger fans and then they named their boys that? I don't know. <sighs> There was some there was some baseball this week, right? Some team, and I don't, I don't really know. follow I baseball. Not follow I think, baseball I think at all. That, this one's going way over. My yeah, head. where they they signed a player who has the same like exact exact same. I think it's Trey somebody. Trey. Trey? It might. It's not. It might be Walker. Trey, Trey something, and it's just spelled T R E A. Instead of T oh, like a weird y, one or whatever. And so okay. there's two Trey, whatever this huh. Hunter or Trey something. Huh. Anyways, I I don't know enough to talk about that. My other um, real quick, I didn't even write down. Oh yeah, real quick. Portland has now scored four goals in total against FC Dallas, which is you know that's that's a lot of that's goals lot for of FC goals Dallas to let in against one team. I don't even think has let in twenty total goals. I don't all think season, so either. So yeah. to claim four of those. Yeah, that's big. I didn't write down the score, so I apologize. But my other note from this weekend was just that Chicago is firing on all cylinders, and I'm getting the hand signals that it was two to nothing. Chicago, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank well, you for that helping helping out. Yeah, but thanks, producer Jay. Yeah, I mean, even <laughs> if they're missing people, I don't know. They're just they're just going all in. Yeah, go and, Dax. And really, they were only missing one guy, and that was Dax McCarty. But they can obviously, yeah. you know, they have so many. They can tell him to just players. go away. Yeah, uh, no Dax, no problem. Unbeaten yeah. in seven straight. Um, they're currently one point behind the East and Supporter Shield leaders, Toronto FC. Um, and this team has just been on fire. They came out of oh, seemingly nowhere. Yeah. But I guess if you look at their team makeup, they they had a good team all along, but they weren't were down in you know, the bottom levels for a while yeah. this season. And I was, so one, this is a revenge game for Chicago. Obviously we talked about it last week. They got beat by Atlanta when they went down there, but I, I was reading, I'm pretty sure uh, it was the, the MLS analyst himself. I'm pretty sure he posted basically that, that Chicago was able to do this because Atlanta played a high line and mm-hmm. Chicago just put the balls in over the top and let their guys run onto it. I mean, David Akam is a fast little dude. Yeah. Um, so he was able to get, in behind get the ball there was one i don't know if you saw it where he basically gets in behind and jukes about four guys and then passes it and, <laughs> and they finish it off so yeah. um yeah chicago man good for them yeah. i mean they've been in the doldrums of the east for for too long doldrums of the mls so. and atlanta just can't can't really buy a win right now well they can't like they, they don't have a they don't have the rhythm right yeah. they can't get that rhythm going so so that's got to be scoring goals but letting in goals i, I just a, didn't score a goal this time yeah this i was last time, surprised but. that miguel Almiron he didn't start in this one but he he ended up playing i thought hmm. that he was going to be out just um, be out because they had a friendly uh paraguay did i don't remember who against i'm pretty sure it was one of the big boys over in europe but he ended up playing so yeah. but even he couldn't get them goals so we'll see how they do 
both these teams. The other one, by the way, uh, Sporting Kansas City and Montreal ended up being a one-one draw, which is surprising for Sporting Kansas City um, to to draw against a a much weaker Montreal side than they are. But yes, but that's why they play. Been playing a lot of games. Yeah, and they weren't really missing too many. I guess Matt Beasler Hmm. and Graham Zusi, whatever. But still. (laughs) They some had their, a lot just of some guys. of their key members, but Montreal was listening. Lawrence I did Simon, see who's uh, one of the best who players on their it? team. So, um, oh man, Dwyer had to change his shoes. Yeah, apparently he put on like two different color shoes okay. or something. So I was what watching this game then? live. So yeah. essentially, uh, his boot—he's got the boots with the ankle, um, like the spandex okay. ankle thing or whatever—and yeah. um, essentially one of the boots, the laces, basically just got torn to shreds. So he had to come off to switch him out. I mean, I think he had a little bit of injury too. So. And he only switched he had to come one? Off. No, I oh. wish he did. He switched oh, okay. both. He basically did it one at a time. Oh. So you probably saw a still of him having two different boots yeah. on. I was like, dude, just stick with that. that was well, then so, I tried to look so like, dope. was he wearing it in the game? No. But I could only see him wearing the green and then the pink. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. I wish he did. That was yeah. one thing that was going through my head. Could he do that, though? Could Yeah, he? of course he could. He could do whatever he wanted. Besides, Puma used to have boots that were two different colors. That's true. One right, That's one true. right, one left. So. Yeah. Yeah, those are those games that we weren't feeling, but uh, you know they could feeling, play. But they weren't. They could play into the play the supporter shield yeah. race. They could play into playoff seating. So, yeah. not feeling it. But I'm never going to complain about watching that soccer. Yeah. Let's move to the other games that were on recently, including tonight and as we're recording this podcast, the U.S. Open Cup fourth round action. The games that should have been on this weekend. Games that should have been on last week. If yeah, if I weekend. was commissioner, they should have yeah. been on in the weekend. Ben Commissioner, 2020. I don't know. When do you vote for a new 2019. Pretty sure it's on the odd years. No, I have no idea. Uh, It just goes in the – it's during the presidential election, right? Of course, of course. You didn't didn't do that when you you voted for Hill Dog? You didn't do that? Or do I, like, (laughs) use the manager on – the the FIFA manager that I want to use the most? That then becomes the uh, MLS commissioner. He becomes the commissioner. Yeah. All right, so there was some – some action Tuesday and Wednesday night from the U.S. Open Cup. Tuesday night saw quite a few MLS sides. I guess there was only three games, so two MLS sides get scared early on in their games and then end up having to come back and end up completing the comebacks. Yep. Most notably would be uh, D.C. United versus Christos FC, who, if you don't know who Christos FC is, don't worry about it. Not many people do. They are the only amateur team left in the u.s open yep they were the only were sorry apologies oh, we were all hoping they were still yeah they are sponsored by a liquor store uh-huh. which is awesome love that yep and for about 10 minutes for about 20 minutes i guess when they were tied but then 10 minutes after that they pretty much had their dream game happening yeah took the lead early but Maybe fitness a factor, maybe... Well, they, they claim to not train, so yeah. probably a factor. Yeah. They claim to train like once a week, maybe, yeah. practice, and uh, Which is they just also the probably around. drink a lot of alcohol since yeah. they're sponsored and a lot maybe of get some some free liquor. Yeah, they ended um, up losing 4-1, to one, so I Ended up losing 4-1, to one, yeah. but the majority of the goals in the end where yeah, exactly. I think... When those tired legs and tired those legs. bellies. Yeah. yeah, and showed heart, though. Made yeah. it further than anybody expected. Hey, it's no... Uh, Big Cinderella story of the of the cup. Yeah, it's no Cal FC, who we interviewed one of the one of Cal FC's own, uh, what, two months ago or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you can check that out in the archives. The other game that I in had my eye on... the archives. Yeah, that are available. The other game that I had my eye on was Seattle-Portland. 
Um, Seattle right. ended up winning 2-1 to one over Portland. Obviously, that's the big rivalry up there. So anytime those two teams play, whether it's their you know their USL teams or even their yeah. MLS Which teams. Which this pretty much was their Yeah, lower, these were a lot of younger guys. Apparently right. signed a couple of the players up to just the squad just to play this. Timbers and then, 2 or whatever yeah. just to play in that, yep. yeah. Which I'm fine with. Like we yep. said, let the young kids play in things and like it gives this. So. Teams, people that follow the team, a chance to see some maybe players that they'll see in a few years. Yeah, totally. A couple other ones that I just really want to quickly touch on. Sure. Uh, Orlando lost to Miami FC. Yeah. Three to one. Now is Miami FC the team that would no go clue. in? Okay. No clue. You got to talk mm. to Bex okay. about that. Yeah. Um, probably though. Uh, currently, according to my Apple Quash, that's a free plug Apple giving you that one for free uh, uh, apple wash yeah <laughs> uh galaxy are leading orange county soccer club three to one right now in the 80th minute so that right. one's happening uh just down the road from here that one's big because apparently um there's a connection between orange county and lafc so it's kind of the beginning of this okay. la two-team nice. rivalry um so obviously la is going to be you know at the forefront of that um i didn't even see what the lineup is a lot of galaxy fans Online, we're trying to say that Coach Kurt needed to go after the U.S. Open Cup. I think that's dumb. Uh, let the kids play. Let the kids Is it win only if they're going to. They have they're basically like, oh, it's not going to happen. Yeah. 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 So I think it's dumb. I think you should always let the kids play in these kinds of competitions. Just like with the FA Cup in England, yeah. I'd always rather see young kids play right. in that. And it's not. And people that say, oh, why, you know, they're just fielding their lower teams or something, that's what these competitions are for yeah you're how are these guys to gonna get you're up into get the mls and play an mls that's a games. good sign for exactly. the for the league that they're having their younger yeah. players that if, just means that they have enough younger they have players depth. Yeah. yeah if they so have no depth play, how so. are they going to actually get up and yeah. play in the mls yeah. so so i think it's a good thing um and then there was one more i'll have to check this on my phone here really quickly but sacramento was playing rsl i know we talked about that at the uh during the last show and last time i checked Sacramento was actually leading RSL one wow. to nothing. Um, obviously, RSL expansion watch. Uh huh. RSL watch. in the basement, <laughs> and that one's probably I don't know. Oh, one to one. Oh, never mind. Whoa, three to one. Sacramento in the forty-sixth minute. So maybe they think if they win the Open Cup, it'll give them a better maybe MLS expansion bid. You know who else might think that? Your your favorite team coming up here. FC Cincy mm-hmm. expansion watch. Expansion. <laughs> we should just do an expansion watch pod because oh. all the intrigue of this uh, there's a lot of intrigue great. there's a lot of intrigue fc cincy i mean if any team stake to their claim for why they should be in the league it's fc cincy in this open cup uh playing columbus crew today they had an attendance of thirty thousand one hundred sixty people which rivals i mean even the best MLS teams on a normal league day. Yeah, and I heard a lot crazy. of Columbus fans actually traveled to this yeah, one too. Obviously, there was some, Battle of Ohio mm-hmm. and all that. So I watched it. It was a surprisingly great feed. I know you had a couple issues oh, with the feed of the. Yeah, US I watched Open the Cup. Seattle Portland one, and the audio cut out probably every two minutes for yeah. like thirty seconds, and then cut back in. No thanks. Yeah, come on. This one was great. Also, uh, to me, I mean, maybe my internet's just. Sorry, quick really complaint. Nice. Why doesn't MLS Live app show these games? It. D- Oh, MLSsoccer.com. I, I guess know, it was like, on, yeah, the app, on the should. app Come yeah. on, I got that on my Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. you got to do that. Anyways, this <laughs> was a rivalry. So, yeah, you benefited from getting Columbus fans as well. But still, 30,000 people for uh, this type of game is 
a for great, a, US Open a Cup great game. accomplishment. Yeah. FC Cin- Cin- uh, Cincinnati ended up winning the game one mm-hmm. to nothing. Further, you know, yeah. uh, establishing themselves. And Columbus didn't necessarily just use younger players. Iguain no. was it? They had some. Justin Miram was in there. Yeah. Will Miram. Trapp yeah. was in there. Yeah. yeah. They used some of their first team guys. Uh, and this has already become a rivalry, essentially. Um, and already has a name. What's that? A rivalry name, which is um, Hell is the Hell is Real Derby. Is what long. the name of the it's of the long. rivalry is? It's pretty good though. Just call Hell it like the, if you're gonna call it a, a derby, just call it the Ohio Derby. 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 Is that how you pronounce it? No. Uh, no. Derby. No. If you're Hell is real derby. If you're gonna, it's too long. Sorry, it's too long. I don't like it. Do you Anyways, like it? I think so. Apparently, it's uh, Wait, it's, the Hell it's a not is real. Hell is real. I think there was a, a old billboard that said Hell is real between the two cities, and okay. that's what. Oh, that's it's like, like the, the freeway series or something for hockey, yeah. LA, Anaheim. Uh, but yeah, that's the. Do you that's think it's like it hell is real name. and it's the the state of Ohio? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> 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 Anyways, so so since I mean, though, well, yeah, since great watching it, the stadium looked great. Uh, they currently play in University of Cincinnati Stadium, the football I think the stadium. Football stadium. Okay. I could be wrong about that, so don't. Don't quote me. It's don't quote them, people. Yeah, uh, but <clears throat> hopefully soon. Uh, just pending, you know, on some of this MLS expansion watch stuff. That they'll have a uh, a new stadium, and they just proposed it. And I don't know. Have you seen the renders came out essentially of what the stadium will look like? Yeah, it looks pretty dope. I yeah. like it a lot. Yeah. You forwarded me them, so uh-huh. I don't even know why I asked you. No, that's you okay. You were it? trying to build some intrigue. That's okay. <laughs> and I probably screwed it up, so sorry, dude. But it was, it looks awesome. Yeah. And so there's three spots right now that it could possibly go. I'm not going to really name it, all the spots, but hopefully this thing gets built and hopefully they become an MLS team. It won't only be good for Cincinnati, it'll be good for Columbus. I mean, having that mm-hmm. sort of a rivalry will yeah. be good for both teams. I mean, right now, Columbus's big rival is Toronto, which I've never yeah, really... doesn't make sense. I don't really like that. Obviously, they're probably the closest in proximity to Toronto, but maybe yeah. Montreal's a little bit closer, but I don't know. Um, yeah. But one this thing, stadium looks Yeah, one awesome. thing about the stadium is I guess it took design cues, or the designers took cues from the Allianz Stadium where Bayern Munich play. So there actually is like a big uh, lid up, well, basically probably like LED wrap around it that essentially they can light can up go all bright orange, colors. bright blue. Bright, yeah, yeah maybe yellow and black cool. if Columbus wins. They probably wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's great. I, I think it's really cool. Um, I think more soccer, and it's more soccer focused. Sockist. That's the new <laughs> term for soccer focused. <laughs> Sockist. Okay. That's going to be the name of our podcast, I think, now. Sockist. Yep. All right. Sockist. Because we are soccer focused. Anyway, soccer focused stadiums. Soccer the more the better in the U.S. Soccer specific stadiums. Soccer specific. That's a better that's way to say it. <laughs> that's so how the rest of the soccer world specific. says it. <laughs> yeah, but then you can't turn it into sockist. That's true. That's true. That sounds like somebody that's really into socks. Or somebody a, that stocks socks in their sockist. store. Or, or somebody that stocks people in, in socks. socks. Yeah. Let's think of more hashtag or tweet us your your best uh, sock, <laughs> sockist name. I don't want to look at those right, tweets. Let's, tweet let's, him to DM. Yeah, let's just all right. you need some feet people on here. Um, anyways, great. 
to continue on this stadium front, hopefully uh, they get included in, you know, this next bit. But uh, at E3 that was this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think it's EA. still going on, to be completely honest. I don't, yeah, really, I don't know. really understand. I, I think saw there's plenty like of banners showing. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't Doesn't know. It? Anyways, EA did something. Uh-huh. Announced FIFA 18, and with it, essentially declared or revealed that there will be some better integration and just content for MLS. Whether that means more stadiums, player faces, they... Maybe they finally figure out Giassi's hair. Yeah. Oh, gosh. People are hope, like clamoring for figuring out MLS playoff system and MLS. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Just That's sort a good of idea. Tr- just the whole trading market and stuff. Yeah. To get. They're going to put TAM targeted account yeah, allocation. I, I don't think. In- I think <laughs> FIFA just is like, nope, not nope. going to even go there because it, nobody can understand what it means. At Soccer Don, TAM is dumb. We're not going to do <laughs> yeah. that. Not even putting that in. That's from EA Sports. But anyways, I'm very excited about it because, You're of FIFA course, Danny. love FIFA. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> to just have the stadiums that you can play in, hopefully better integration with like the players actually looking like the players that play in the MLS. Not only because I want to do that but or play with them, but because FIFA itself is just a huge part of spreading information and and getting people to learn about the different teams yeah. and building players, fans building fans, fans yeah, growing exactly. fans you play viva and then you become a fan of the team in your area or exactly. in a different area and then the game grows in in uh the u.s i think that people i mean europe european leagues were big before fifa was around but i don't doubt not as much i don't doubt that stateside fifa helped just create fans of these big name teams yeah for sure totally and hopefully looking to to get that uh with fifa 18 and i mean one thing that was for sure confirmed is that mls gets a specific broadcast announcers okay who those are i'm not sure it's gonna i think because it will either be espn Univision or Fox, right? That's who has Definitely the television. Not Univision. God, it probably awful. won't be Univision. It's like 15 guys in the booth. Yeah. And I don't think FIFA wants to pay 15 guys. Yeah. That. So it's probably will be like ESPN graphics and ESPN um, announcer. That is one people. thing I've always liked about FIFA is they do the different scoreboards <clears throat> depending on the league that you're yeah. playing in. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. But it's like Barclays specific. It's just like the Bundesliga. Right. Like they have those specific graphics. And so, one of the. Sorry. So, One of the reasons why I think they're doing this is because that journey mode that Alex Hunter, not going to get into all the things of FIFA, but there's a mode where you play as a character and then he's actually going to come to L- uh, LA for a game. Yeah. And so at least, at the very least, they will have stuff up center as an MLS Is that stadium. confirmed? I'm pretty sure it's. Or confirmed. are we just assuming? That? I'm assuming it is. Okay. If you play, you're gonna play a game in StubHub Center. They have to have the stadium. Maybe they do it at the Rose Bowl because my thought was mm, maybe he's here maybe. for the International Champions Cup. Yeah, it could be that too. Rose Bowl. But they use the. But they showed a clip and he was in a um, StubHub Center locker room. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, those are those are really my only questions. Like, is it confirmed that they are gonna do more stadiums? Which it sounds like no. It's, it's not, not confirmed, confirmed, but it's ho- everybody's hopeful. Um, beyond release them as patches, whatever. It's yeah, like right. Just, Downloadable content. And I, my thing, I 
and sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, but it's my fine. thing is, Your FIFA MLS should prod them, should just pay their like, token prod. Okay, they have developers. MLS should pay their developers to make create these to create these, these digital stadiums. yeah versions of it. Yeah, um, it could it could be Rose Bowl just because, or the Coliseum maybe just because of what they're doing with Madden, like any cross reference, they can yeah. use the same sort of template, but yeah. yeah. Well, that'll work for like new England. I mean, they already have Seattle. Yeah. Um, and they have Seattle only because they had the NFL. Oh, stadium. that makes sense. That's like why they have Seattle that makes sense. stadium in the game. Um, so this is a question that I didn't prep you for. So if you need me to answer it first, but what are your top two, maybe three stadiums that you'd want to see in, in, uh, oh, man. in there? So with FIFA 18, I guess you're getting more of the, like, they're and trying to put in some individual characteristics of the stadiums, too. So, like, if people fly banners, if people do totally. certain things, they're doing that. So I think, like, first would probably be a Portland. Yep, same here. Um, You go. I'll so so I'll go with Portland. Yeah, I didn't have so, yeah, so we'll go one-on-one. One. So Portland for me, and then I'll go with uh, Columbus. And the reason I say Columbus is Just to play USA fucking Mexico All right. dos acero there you go. in Columbus. I was going to say Columbus, that. too. Okay. And, and then the But third... I was going to say Columbus just for the fan flags and stuff, which uh, okay. it doesn't really matter because they're going to do that regardless of what stadium technically it's in. But uh, I a... would like to see – uh, StubHub Center. Okay, my third one, and we'll we'll go on to the next thing right after this. I say Orlando because yeah. obviously it's a cool atmosphere. Yeah. Hopefully I they was... get those rainbow seats in there too for the uh, for the Pulse nightclub victims. <laughs> That'd be really. I mean, that, yeah. that's a great touch. You got to yeah, throw yeah. that in there. So that's yeah. a great I'm thing sure that Orlando they did. Will so. with what? All right, let's move on. FIFA Danny. Yeah, we yeah, spent enough on. time we on need, FIFA. Yeah. FIFA 18 doesn't come out till September. We got plenty <laughs> of time to talk about it. Let's move on, and let's move on to talk about what's coming up. This weekend, right? Oh, or do you want to do? I thought we were doing something else. Oh, all star voting. Yeah, oh, all stars. Come I, on. I had it mixed up in my uh, notes okay. here. In my notes here. You we'll we'll you... try to get through these quickly. Okay. Well, are we gonna do all of them or just? Well, we only got two midfielders off. left and two. Okay, forwards. so we're taking. So we're starting from you know the Twilight Zone. Of yeah. The last episode. The Twilight Zone episode. Okay. The listeners right. will hear it eventually. Eventually. Yeah. It'll be bonus content, yeah. owner's content. Nice. So, <laughs> got to go explicit content. <laughs> That's on our Patreon page. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, nice. I think I'll start. Uh, I have midfield. My So, by the way, yeah, just to <clears throat> set the stage here. Oh, yeah. To so set we the have... stage, we're, we're doing our votes for the all-star voting. And we did these back before when the ballots were originally released. Right. You know, the players that we could vote for were, were, were originally released. So, we've already gone over the goalies and uh, the defenders. We've done two midfielders. My two midfielders were Miguel Almiron and Michael Bradley. Right. And mine, no surprise, were Miguel Almiron and Romain Alessandrini. Okay. And so now... We have two midfielders left, and then we got to pick two forwards. Um, so I'll go ahead and go with my first uh, additional midfielder. That's going to be Kellen Acosta of FC Dallas. I actually think that I said the wrong midfielder, but I guess nobody will know. Spoiler alert? But Did you hashtag spoiler? Hashtag spoiler alert did it. Okay. But anyways. Kellen Acosta. Okay, Kellen that's Acosta. Mine. Great. I mean, he's hard of the one of the best teams. Obviously, without him, they lost to Portland. You can't yep. necessarily put it all on not having him, but um, – 
if not for his FC Dallas play, but definitely for, you know, what he did for the U.S. Men's National Team in Mexico and at the end of the Trinidad and Tobago game, I go Kellen Acosta. Nice. I got, for my last one, see, this is where I think I, uh, all right, I got um, two potentials. You did two last time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did Romain. Okay. All right. I got uh, Dax McCarty. Or Bastion Schweinsteiger. Oh, okay. So I don't want to take both of them. I don't think both of them will get on the All-Star team, but I'm splitting my votes when I vote between those two. You put one in, next day you put the other one in. Because you can vote once a day. Okay. So I'm splitting my vote. That's fair. I don't like the idea. I mean, I I guess for Schweinsteiger. You think I should pick somebody? No, no, no. I was just going to say, like, no, yeah, like Schweinsteiger, he's done. He's done a lot for that team. So, okay, my other want, oh sorry, yeah. my other guy. <laughs> just because I'm trying to fly through these. Yeah, fly through. My other guy is Roman Alessandrini. I mean, right. he's arguably the best. He's new, lifted that team back. Yeah, you know, arguably the relevance. best new designated player in the MLS. I mean, Miguel, I mean, Roman might have something to say about that. Schweini maybe might have something to say about that. But I think that Alessandrini yeah. has had a much bigger impact. Um, he started impact wise for sure. But yeah, being, Montreal impact yeah. size. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he started all 12 games, six goals, six assists. Come on. Can't argue with those stats. Mm-hmm. Can't argue with it. So, update. You want to know who the uh, top four are? Just Oh, yeah, that's update right. Wise? Yeah. Oh, real quick. Uh, if I had to throw one other guy in here, you know, if for some reason I couldn't put one of these guys in here, it'd be Justin Miram, um, right. who I'm nice pretty choice. sure has started almost every single game for Columbus, even their U.S. Even Open US Cup Open games. Cup. Um, and there's just not great. enough room. There's just not enough room. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's a real... Um, I got Captain America in there. I got Miguel on your own. Come on. He's just, having a great season yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. I had uh, Raheem Edwards as my I like that as my potential just fill in. Yeah, I like that. Who knows? He might get a, a coach's spot. Yeah. So update for what's our current top four those according of us to the Should I do all of them or just do like, all? Yeah, do all. All right, four. number all one four. goalkeeper Tim Howard. Oh no, 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 don't do all those. Just do the midfielders. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Surprising defenders though. Demarcus Beasley. It still is it all left backs? Is it Demarcus Beasley, L- Leandro uh, Perez, and Greg Garza? And Greg Garza, yeah. Graham yeah. Zusi, Ashley Cole. That those are ridiculous. Uh, Miguel Almiron, midfielder number one. Botlana. Atlanta has a lot of. They're stacking the votes in their hashtag Botlana. Bash and Schweinsteiger. Nice. So you got one in there. Kaka. Which that's just popularity vote. Yeah. I feel so like, like he was out Friday all thing. year. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't played enough to make it. And an Michael Bradley, who I think Captain America, yeah. I have him. And Kellen Acosta, five. So you did pretty good. Yeah. All right. I got one or two in there. Okay, let's go to forwards. Forwards. Who do you got? Not on the My first one, yeah. David Villa. Okay. That's fair. I think he just always pretty much always deserves to be there. Very popular and has the skill and I'll the say stats to prove I think he gets in via the FIFA vote. So I don't know if that uh, if that supersedes, remember we're not using that T word. If that supersedes uh, the fan votes or not, um, so my first guy that I pick continuously is Kyle Laren from Orlando. Um, no recency bias here. I mean, he had a bit of a rough patch recently. Twenty-two shots on goal uh, at the time of my first vote for him. Started all fourteen games up to that point. Uh, eight goals, one assist. Like I said, no recency bias. He's had a rough go of it recently, but he started off on fire. So, Kyle Laren. Who do you got? Who's your other one? You're going to hate me. Sebastian Giovinco. I hate you. He hasn't played enough. That's just like the Kaká argument. He's got stats, dude. He's he got hasn't stats. He has played enough. He plays on a on a top 
He plays on the best team in the league. Yeah. That's fair. But I, he's I almost, played enough for the best I think team I in just, the league. Okay, but when he's out there, True. he's great. When Kaká's out there, he's great. But you said that you didn't think that Kaká should be in there. Kaká missed more games. You didn't think that Kaká should be missed more games and has not done, any, not done nearly as much. You know who I'm going to go with? And I should probably check this. This is my last guy, uh, my second striker. Nemanja Nikolic. I don't know. Is he still okay. leading the Golden so. Boot? Yeah, I yeah. think so. So uh, at the time, again, that I that I wrote all this stuff down, he had started all 13 games for them, 11 goals, one assist. He's Serbian, so you know I got that from my Serbs. Yeah. And 24 shots on goal. Again, that's back uh, when they had played 13 games. So Yeah, he's doing good. Nemanja Nikolic. And he's not going to get in via the FIFA vote, so I got to throw the guys like that a bone. Yeah, I have uh, – I have – the stats or the updates on forwards and FIFA vote, by the way. So forwards, number one, oh, fan vote. Real oh, quick. Sorry. Yeah, you I had some boners, guys. One. Christian no. Ramirez from Minnesota. I mean, he's doing it all up top for that team. Yeah. Um, Kevin Molino. Nice pick. Helping New team. A bit. New uh, team. He Should does get have somebody in there. two own goals. Wah, wah. Uh, and then Dom Dwyer. I just like Dom Dwyer. He's Dom a, Dwyer he's is a great pick. Yeah. Great pick. That's a heart if, one, just like Yellow Bond Dam. That's a heart he, one for me. If he... If he wore the two different color shoes, oh, he would be easy for sure. Okay, hit me with All those right. updates. You got, uh, Nim- I'm gonna Nemanja just butcher. Nikolic. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's number one. Okay. I started to try and do it, and I just couldn't do it. Uh, David Villa is number two in in fan voting. Oh, and surprising then, that that yeah, Nikolic, is, Nikolic up there. is up there. I think you got you know some people that want that guy. I think the whole country of Serbia yeah. is voting for him right now. Sebastian Giovinco is three. Joseph Martinez from Atlanta, even though okay, he hasn't Come played. On. That's that for sure <laughs> is a bot bot Atlanta bot doing Atlanta. their thing. Yeah, and then Josie Altador getting some of those okay, USA, yeah, getting those USA votes. Toronto votes, I guess. He's, but he's he, played he well for two, Toronto too. You got two forwards from Toronto in the top five. I don't know. Yeah, well, they're the best team in the league. That's like having uh, you know, multiple Warriors play in the yeah. All Star game. And for the more than a vote, which they do, fans have stats of the podcast, I like fans of FIFA can. Play some FIFA, score some goals. Any start, game mode. I should start doing this. Any game mode with any forward in, I guess they have to be from a certain like pool of forwards, but. Yeah, it's only those probably. It's only the ones that the are running. available. Yeah, for, that you can yeah. vote for. But uh, number one, Sebastian Giovinco, probably a lot of people playing as Toronto. A lot of people. <laughs> a lot of those plebs. <laughs> what does plebs mean? <laughs> I just, I don't know what it means. Uh, you got David Villa. Number two? See, I told you. I think that, It doesn't that's say how, like how many goals are scored yeah, with them, like so was, I don't yeah. know. But Dos Santos, three. Josie Altador, again, lots of people probably playing as Toronto, and mm-hmm. Galaxy, and NYCFC. Who's five? Uh, Nikolic. Nikoli, how Nikolic. come I can't? See, Nikolic. I don't have the Serbian blood in me. Yeah. I can't pronounce that. And Although then, if uh, you were like uh, Pulisic, you would say Nikolic. Well, see, that's where I get. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. goes with the Americanized version, whereas, yeah. which my, you know, my family does that too. Yeah. And uh, Joseph Martinez, of course. You is got he, those what, people is he, playing like six Atlanta. or something like that? Six, okay. yeah. <sighs> Hashtag so we'll see what happens. That's from June 10th. Those are so those are our all-stars. Like. We got everybody out there. Yep. Hashtag vote or die. Continue to vote. I'm pretty sure you can vote until whenever it. you want and however you want, although it's a little tough to do sometimes online. Once a day, we'll I have a recap. I enter my freaking passwords and sh- mm. shit like that so many times. It was annoying. We'll have a recap up once yeah. uh, everything Maybe gets we'll going. We'll do an update next week. Yeah, we'll check on the voting. See what happens. I'm not confident strong. that a lot's going to change, but we can we can check I out that. I think some things Atlanta. will change. Maybe I think they'll, that maybe they'll stop the bots. Yeah. All right, games we look forward to Last segment. this weekend. Here we go. 
Here we go. Let's Back to wrap full this. strength. Let's got, wrap this up. Yeah, my wife's texting ben me like crazy. is in trouble. Um, we're back to full strength squads too. Yeah, uh, I mean, barring injuries, obviously, and everything like that. But you know, no more international breaks. So, yep. and um, first up, let's just talk about. I think let's just talk about like four games here. We gotta wrap this up. So yeah. let's just talk yeah, about yeah. these. Uh, NYCFC versus Seattle powerhouse powerhouse matchup Saturday, 10 a.m going to be a great game yeah you'd what think you think that based on this? what you just said you'd think that there'd be a lot of germans playing this it's a powerhouse power it's a powerhouse um i think that Go this Ducks. is freaking early for seattle mm-hmm. are you kidding me 10 a.m like come on just because you want to put it on on fox sports or whatever don't yeah. make them fly across the country to play at 10 yeah, it's like 7 a.m west coast no no, no no that's that's our time 10 a.m. our time. Oh, ten. Yeah, 10 a.m. Right. Pacific. Uh, 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 so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's what, a 1 o'clock uh, I forgot kickoff. that I live in L.A. now. Yeah. Forgot. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Don't make Seattle yeah. fly across the country and then play at 10 a.m. Come on. Yeah. Get out of here. Both teams coming off a win, though, in their last games. So, we'll see which one can keep it going. That's true. And uh, I'm pretty sure that Red Bulls beat NYCFC in the Open Cup uh, earlier tonight. So Right. Coming uh, off wins, sorry, in uh, In MLS in play. play. Yeah. Seattle, obviously, coming yeah. off of their Open Cup win over their rivals. So. Yeah. Next up, we got Atlanta versus Botlanta. Botlanta versus Columbus, Saturday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So I'm wondering, this is are we going to see, oh, see Joseph Martinez in the starting 11? Because he's been getting more and more time. Uh, I'm pretty sure that he started, I would or at least so. he played in the Open Cup. Uh, he played about 25 minutes in that loss to Chicago. I would hope so. Is he back? They were a better team when he was in the lineup. He got to get more. back into the starter. And I, he's got to earn that, you know. If he gets in the All Star game, he's got to That's earn true. that spot. Yeah. So hopefully this is a crucial matchup for both. Um, I, I mean Columbus is ahead of Atlanta right now in the playoff race in their conference. So we'll see. Neither team is that great at defense, so it oh, yeah. could be yeah. a high scoring affair. Atlanta has a few games, like they haven't played in as many games, games as Columbus, hand. so they. Yeah. If I mean winning this goes a long way to helping them jump over them in the standings, yeah. Given the, their games in hand, so should be good. I expect both teams to come out. I'm pretty sure points per so based on the standings currently, or at least uh, before this past weekend, Atlanta was in like eighth place. But if you go off of points per game, points they were game, in yeah. like fifth or sixth place. Yeah. So they were in a playoff spot based off of that. So um, yeah, I mean this could be high scoring, like you said. Columbus gave up five to Toronto, so. All right. It's going to be a good game. I'm Columbus, going to watch it. Two Colum- of my favorite teams to watch this Columbus, year. Columbus, so. I wonder if they're going to – yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I wonder if Columbus is going to be able to run out their guys again. I mean, obviously, yeah. like we said, they had a lot of starters play. They went that, for that. That FC Cincy game. Open so. Cup. Yeah. And didn't make it. Nope. So, we'll nope. see. Day out. Vancouver FC Dallas is our next uh, matchup to look for Saturday, 7 p.m. And we'll see if, you know, FC Dallas's defense can get back at it, if Vancouver can break them down. FC Dallas is actually in a bit of a slump just in their in recent standards. form and their yeah. standards. They haven't uh I think they only they only have one win in their last five. They don't have all losses, obviously, but yeah. a good amount of draws and losses. That's uh, dropping points regardless. Dropping yeah. points and they're slowly going down uh the standings and they need to get back get back into the winning mode. Yeah, and I picked this one because we we talk about a lot of these teams that we've already talked about a lot, right? right? Uh, Seattle, Need some fresh Columbus, Botlanta, uh, some Botlana. fresh tent and some fresh blood. Oh, we're slanging tent. Um, so for this one, home teams dominated this one, winning four of the past five. 
Um, so Vancouver's at home. Can they can they do that? Essentially, a lot of these were like 2-0, 3-0, 1-0 uh, games. So yeah. is this going to be a couple goals scored for Vancouver and FC Dallas gets shut out? I don't think so. You think I, FC Dallas scores? I think FC scores Dallas scores, and I think they win because they got Kellen Acosta back. They got uh, Mauro right. Diaz potentially back to start. Are they going to play Kellen Acosta though? Yeah, for yeah. the they're going to start he him. He played this past Sunday. Right. He's got plenty of time All to right. rest. Lastly, Galaxy. This used to be a LA Galaxy pod. So sorry I if we favor them a little for bit. My Galaxy. We got the Galaxy and Houston playing in LA on Saturday at eight. PM Pacific. Welcoming back, uh, LA Galaxy welcomes back AJ De La Garza and Leonardo, two players that left after last offseason. Galaxy have probably been the best away team Hmm. in the MLS. Um, Like you said, Roman Alessandrini has been a big part of that. Yep. But they're missing Gio Dos Santos, who's going to be playing in the Confederations Cup over in Russia. Are they in LA? It's in LA. It's out okay. here. Do you want to go? No. Oh, but you said but, they were away. Yeah, sorry. They've been one of the best away teams. Can they transfer that to oh, home? Got it. Home uh, form. Got it. Yeah. Uh, haven't been that good at home. I think the last home game was the one when Yellow Van Darm got benched hey. in the first half. Hey. So, no deal. He's in Russia, a BBC, big time, big, <laughs> bald captain. Um, I'm excited for this one. Maybe yeah. we end up going. I'd... Maybe we don't end up going. Who knows? We'll see. If my wife keeps texting me like that, I'm definitely not going. That's this weekend? Yep, Saturday yeah. night, 8 p.m. Mm, I can't go. That's totally fair. Yeah. Father's Day coming up, I got I got stuff to do Saturday. <laughs> Actually, um, I only have one thing to do on Saturday, so is there, maybe I could. Is there anything else maybe you're looking forward to? Or you're just looking forward to getting back to some high-quality MLS play, right? No international breaks? Yeah, looking forward to that a lot. Looking forward to, I think, I mean, my game of the weekend, I think, is Atlanta-Columbus. Okay. I'm just going with that. We'll see what yeah. happens. I think, I mean, that's the one I'm looking forward to also. So yeah. uh, it's probably the sexy choice, the obvious choice, but that's fine. We're sexy. We're obvious. Yeah. So um, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, this has been the near post pod. Let's put a cap on this one um, and we'll check back in with you guys next week. We'll talk about some of those all-star standings and we'll talk about the games. Yes! It is the Geo Show. It's a beauty!